You're listening to The Interview. In-depth retailer interviews with inspirational people. The Retail Exchange is brought to you in association with Visual Thinking. Inspiring retail performance. Hello, I'm Jason Bradbury and welcome to the special tech festival episode of the interview series from the Retail Exchange podcast. I'm delighted to join the Retail Exchange team as we bring you insight and opinion from senior retail industry professionals on how technology is shaping the future of retail. The new Samsung KX concept in London's Cold Drops Yard is taking brand experience in the physical space to another level. This is not a shop. It's a place to see things, learn stuff, push your limits and open your mind. With me to discuss the groundbreaking KX concept in more detail is Tanya Weller, director of Samsung Showcase. Tanya, welcome. So I'm joined by Tanya Weller, director of Samsung Showcase. Nice to have you with us. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Are we techie enough in here? Uh, yeah, pretty much. All right, we've pretty got a much. mixing desk and mics. <laughs> we have. And, and numerous phones. <laughs> and out there, all kinds of crazy retail tech. But I'm interested to know, uh, well, I want to know all about you, actually, so we'll get to some general questions. But tell me about the Samsung KX concept. We've opened in Cold Ops Yard in King's Cross. We are ultimately a destination for that younger generation. We're really targeting millennials, Gen Z, to experience... Samsung's, um, all of their products, so all of their products working seamlessly together, but also we've really baked it in sort of local, local kind of culture as well. So a lot of what you'll see there is really, really relevant to the local King's Cross community, to, to sort of Londoners, um, all brought together in a fantastic environment, like I said, um, a, a space designed by Thomas Heatherwick in Cold Drops Yard. I love the way you just dropped the name there. Uh, no. But it, no, but it's really, it's really important to me, this, you know. I've been, I have, honestly, I've been harping on about this for years. You know, technology is, is the kind of new circus and, and we need to make interactive environments, interactive museums, spaces that people can go and play. And that's, that's what it's like, isn't it? Absolutely. So when you first enter, you've got a kind of area on the, on the sort of east side, if you like, which is all focused around kind of connected products. So a lot of our products, I think people think about some, so they might just think about the mobile, but actually we do a whole range of products, but it's not like any other retail environment where they're sort of lined up in rows and rows of kind of fairly sort of dull looking experiences. Actually, it's all brought together in an incredibly designed sort of lifestyle set. So we've got three living rooms, a fully working connected kitchen. We've got a digital cockpit, a kind of a kind of concept um, car to sort of look at what the future so of saw, automotive I looks like. I saw this. I'm sorry to butt in, That's but right, this excited me a lot. Yeah, it's good. So again, I, one of my other kind of main themes, although most recently, and actually 12 months or so, I've actually stopped going on about it, but it was that we've kind of got these, these Fordian outmoded boxes that we drive around in. We use them every day, and yet they have none of the connectivity in real exactly. terms that we've got in our back pocket, let alone in most of our houses now. Finally, the automotive industry is catching up. But just tell us about that concept car. So the digital cockpit is a concept. um, And ultimately, um, you can sit in there and you can see inside your fridge from your car dashboard. Um, You can tell you, you can turn your oven on on the way home. So, you know, when you're you're dying to get home, you're in and out in half an hour because you've got to get to whatever else. Put the oven on, get home, shove the pizza and it's ready. So all these sorts of things that people are expecting more and more in their home environments are now being linked to the the kind of concept car. Those user cases are important as well, aren't they? Because we could, I can imagine a stand-up comedian doing a routine about why would I want to put... My exactly. on in there. But, but in truth, I mean, I've got three kids and one, one of my children has, has very specific dietary needs of, because of 
illness. And and my wife's a nutritional therapist, so you get the idea. We 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 have these very specific. Um, items that we need to make sure we've got or things that we need ready when we get there. And actually, mealtimes in our house are an enormous source of stress. And so that's, for me, where that kind of internet of things, that connected technology can really, you know, provide a service. What's exciting about Samsung KX is that we're showing people what you can have now, right? So smart homes, but actually a lot of people still don't understand what that means. So bringing that to life through, like I said, some of our products already exist, but then we're bringing concepts. So Samsung invests more than any other business in R&D globally. And actually being able to bring concepts into a space like this for people to experience is amazing. And I think Samsung's philosophy is always about creating meaningful innovation. It's not about creating innovation for innovation's sake or or products that, that don't actually deliver any sort of value back to your life. These are things that, you know, people are looking for, as you say. And there's other products called the Air Dresser, which is actually a, it's almost like a, um, a wardrobe that actually refreshes and, and sort of almost cleans your clothes in the bedroom environment. I've seen so it. Really, really I've seen um, it. exciting products that aren't yet in the market yet, that people are kind of going, wow. You've just, you know what, you've just answered a little question in my head. So I, I in fact, I, we went around the world with our kids for a year and we went to Japan and we saw this i'm assuming it's samsung i'm going to go because i actually filmed it so i'm going to go back and look at the footage but it was in one of these big concept stores which in their own way um in a more formal sense are are that sort of experiential retail Mm -hmm. thing which is do do you think this is are you leading the pack is this something we're going to see more of in in most high streets i think look i think we're incredibly excited and proud of what we've achieved and i think absolutely i feel like we're leading the way i think you know beyond i've sort of started the consumer journey on on the right hand side we've got very much this sort of connected living space on the left hand side actually it's it's much more about cultural experiences and being much more locally relevant so we've got um you can be a dj using a little dj booth um powered by rs10 you can be a graffiti artist on our 10 by 4 meter curved vertical screen yeah let's pretend i didn't notice that that blew me away just just fill us in on that so so because you're racing ahead and these are amazing things they're they're really incredible but what's incredible about that is actually it's a platform for lots of people to use it so it's almost an event venue space on the left hand side or or the west wing as we call it um ultimately it's a it's a blank canvas so we're working with loads of community organizations they're coming in we have the king's cross academy do their assembly on monday in our space that's amazing working with central St. Martin's, um, University College London, the Young Film Theatre, um, loads and loads brilliant. of different organisations that are actually using that space to bring to life their their objectives, their, their sort of philosophies. Um, and actually, it becomes more of a kind of community resource as well. So alongside all these fantastic innovative products, we've got um, a sort of event venue, uh, like I said, destination for, for the community to use as well. So you're bringing credibility to what you do. You're also bringing, um, you know, a user experience that helps ultimately you, you, customers understand what you're doing. But you are, you're not just flying the local flag, which let's face it, a lot of brands do. It's kind of de rigueur at the moment. You're actually, phys- you're inviting people into, from the community into the venue uh, to use your technology and to leave their mark on it. Absolutely. That's really interesting. Yeah, and I think, you know, people are crying out for that. I mean, we've got people that are coming back and saying, we didn't have a venue, we didn't have a space in in King's Cross that we could just hang out in or, you know, be creative, be inspired by. So actually, the idea that we're providing that, um, we've got some, you know, co-working tables, people could just kind of hang out and work for the day. So it's much more beyond um, a traditional retail environment, an experiential retail environment. It's it's actually also a kind of a community venue and resource, if you like. And, and that's really important that... 
brings the space to life, that keeps it new, keeps it refreshed. Every time you go in there, there's something different happening, which is really, really exciting I'm as sure well. I'm sure everyone listening to this actually wants to go and have a look now. So, Absolutely should. So, so it's in King's Cross. It's in King's Cross. So you can literally get out the, tr- out the tube out the or the tube, train head station. Head towards Cold Drops Yard. Um, and there's a couple of different entrances um, opposite Deshume. You can go in that way or you can head right up right by Tom Dixon and head and you'll, you'll see it. You can't miss it. It's a huge... You literally just walk in like you would a normal store. You walk in like a normal store. And you can, you know, you can go onto our website, samsung.com forward slash UK forward slash KX and you can look at all the events that are happening and there are bookable events. But ultimately you can rock up 10am to 10pm, Monday to Saturday, 12 till 6 on a Sunday. Okay, so so not wanting to ask a sort of negative question, but obviously there are... I come from Lincoln, okay? And the, and the retail reality in Lincoln is very different, okay? So the north of England, mm-hmm. or the beginning of the north of England, I think we're still in the north. We might be in the south. It changes. The point I'm making, though, is... I want you to do a shipping container version <laughs> and I want you to bring it to where I live and and get, get north of the, the Watford Gap. Well, we were, we were talking about this earlier, though. I think what's really exciting, and my background is um, in theme parks. I worked in Merlin before this, so I worked in I worked at Thorpe Park and London Eye. You don't, you don't replicate Alton Towers, do you? You don't replicate the London Eye. People travel to come to it. So actually, we're excited by the fact that people, you know, it's a day out. It's a destination. It's not... It's not like Great. popping in and passing by on a, on a regular high street and going, oh, I might just pop in there. It's actually a planned visit. It's like, let's go and hang out there for the day um, or for a few hours while we get some lunch in, you know, Cold Upshaw, which is amazing to kind of got fantastic food restaurants and stuff it's, as well. It is the new tech hub, isn't it, King's Cross? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not, so it was this, what is it, the Silicon Triangle it was. I mean, I'm not down with the, the latest <laughs> trends, but it does feel to me like, I mean, obviously with the presence of Google and this enormous new building with the running track, Indeed. which they're building there um, but it is really good it's really good for the UK I mean the area I think it's unrecognised but if you haven't been for the last sort of three or four years head down just the King's Cross area as a whole is just beautifully put together you've got Central St Martins in Granary Square um, you know really amazing restoration to all these incredibly old buildings um, people might not have been since the, the days of hanging out in King's Cross for different reasons I used to go there right? to raves exactly in the 90s you, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it now it just it looks incredible no but it only adds to it exactly that, 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 it's got so much heritage and history absolutely um, so, so you're so and I really genuinely mean this I mean obviously I'm going to be polite I'm going to love you up but I, <laughs> I just love what you're doing and, I, and I've been talking um, for years about this being the future of retail retail has to be experiential when you can order whatever you want absolutely. and it will arrive if you're in London possibly even the same day, uh, but certainly the next day, then there has to be a reason to walk into a high street, doesn't there? Absolutely. And, and that's got to be the ability to get hands-on, to meet the kinds of people that, that sounds like um, you're employing to um, facilitate all these visitors. It's, it's brilliant. But, but that's where things are going right. What, what do you think um, the retail industry is getting wrong? I think, you know, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. I think you know, as you say, online is incredibly convenient, it's incredibly functional, you know, to get people to, you know, off their sofas and, and into, the, into the shops is, you've got to give them a reason to visit. And I think um, those that are getting it right are the ones that are thinking beyond um, that pure transaction, but are thinking about how they can add value um, beyond that. So, you know, we talked about Selfridges earlier and other brands that are kind of thinking, you know, they're opening cinemas, they've got amazing cafes there, they've got restoration, you know, they've got, they've got incredible... And, and last time I went to Selfridges, I didn't go to buy anything. I went to go to the rooftop 
bar uh, on the way out, I, I bought some makeup. <laughs> I'll go there for a cup of tea. Exactly. Yeah, so because it's know, just because it is just really interesting. It's just a really lovely place to kind of wander around, hang out, and and experience other things that you wouldn't go typically. Well, you think yourself at a department store, they sell everything, but ultimately you haven't gone to buy something, you've gone for something else. And I think that's that's where they're getting it right. They they understand their audience, they're tapping into their needs, and and the brands that are that are not doing well are the ones that aren't paying attention to that. They're just thinking, well, we'll stick a sales sign or we'll do this, and, and I can do that online. There's absolutely no reason for me to go into these these um, shops that that aren't offering anything beyond a, a pure functional transaction. So, so Selfridges is one, but which other brands? Uh, maybe um, even out of your sector, would you hold them yeah, as, so, um, as having got it right? Haven't got it right or getting it right? Getting it right, yeah. <laughs> I think getting it right. I, I was talking, I was talking to the guys this morning, actually, that um, I was in New York recently, and New York's a great city to kind of understand all that sort of stuff. There's a brand there, and it's a really, really, you think if it's a really dull brand, actually, if you think about it, it's a mattress brand, right? They sell mattresses. I, I don't think that's particularly exciting. <laughs> maybe in my world it's not. No, maybe it's in some not. people's world it's not. But they're offering um, sleep rooms, so New York, you think about it, really, really buzzy city. Everyone works hard, plays hard. And they did it as a pop-up um, idea. But actually, it's so popular, they're now doing it full-time because, you know, between five and seven, people finish work. They're heading there for a half-hour kit. They're experiencing the product in these incredible sleep rooms. But it's brought to you by this mattress brand. I mean, what an incredible idea. It's an experiential piece of retail that kind of goes much further than, than a sort of pure, like I said, functional transaction. So I think, you know, brands like that that aren't necessarily even using tech or anything, but it just being really insightful and, and thinking about what their consumer needs and then bringing that to life through their product. So do you travel then with that in mind? Do you go out on a kind of exploration? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been to Korea a few times and I think, you know, the Asian market is amazing in terms yeah. of what they do out there. But um, we went to, I was in CES and then went to New York on the way home just to explore New York high streets basically yeah. and kind of go what, what are they doing differently there's another brand I forget its name and every six weeks they totally refit out their space um, and all the product in it and it's almost like a pop-up every six weeks so it gives you a reason to go back right yeah, it's yeah. you know every single you know every single time you go in there it's different um, so yeah I think you know brands that are doing it well are those that are really thinking beyond that like I said traditional transaction This episode of the interview series from the Retail Exchange is supported by GISP. In today's world, customers crave convenience, speed and choice. But how can you turn the dream of a frictionless experience into reality? Award-winning technology company GISP has the answer. Instant, convenient, effortless. It's the customer experience as it should be. GISP lets customers tap specially coded stickers with their smartphones. It puts product info at their fingertips, offers secure payment without the need for cash and till transactions, and gives you greater insight into their purchase behavior. With a 100% track record of improving conversions and increasing sales, GISP app and in-store technology fully digitizes both products and experiences. Bring the best of online into your physical spaces. GISP. Lifestyle, convenience, engagement and insight in any space. Visit gisp.com to learn more. So I want to talk a little bit about you. Um, so what, what are your key responsibilities? What's your, your remit? So I started Samsung just over a year ago. Um, and my remit was basically to 
to help and support and lead building it. So um, when I first arrived, it was a building site, which is incredibly exciting to kind of walk in and go, wow, we're going to transform this space. So um, I led the, led the construction, then the build, um, and then ultimately um, built the team around marketing operations. And we've got kind of got a sort of small kind of commercial piece as well. So um, yeah, the build and launch of it. And then ultimately the marketing, i.e. how do we ensure we engage and, and ensure people turn up and visit, um, but also the operational side of things. How do you ensure that? Um, well, we've, we've touched on it already. I, I'm not an advocate of <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Absolutely not. I mean, how many projects have you been involved with over the years that is where not you've done something really magical and, and yeah. no one turns no, up? So how do you how, how have you made it so successful? So look, our marketing strategy is, is, is sort of, I guess, threefold. One is about, you know, driving awareness that we're open and, and that we're now there. And I think, um, you know, it is a new part of town as well. So you've got to kind of ensure that you're working really closely with the landlords and, and all of the other tenants. So it's, Kodachav, interestingly, is it's got that community vibe even in the tenants that are there. So really, working with them to make us people aware that we're there and then um, working with the local community so a lot of the strategy around working with the community is absolutely a resource but it's about ensuring that people in the area feel like they can they can come and they can visit and they can use it and it's relevant to them you know we're not just um a sort of a tech showroom that is not relevant to them. So working with the community and then ultimately a, a really, really strong event strategy. So we are doing hundreds of events a month. Um, with, I know you're doing events with chefs. We've got, yeah. I we've noted got, that with, exactly. with regards to, because I, I mentioned my wife's heavily into food mm. and cooking. Uh, and that might be the way that I can bend her arm to jump on the absolutely, train and come down. Absolutely, absolutely. But we're working with people like Time Out and Guardian. We're creating amazing events with them um, and ultimately giving, like you say, giving people a reason to come. So would you say it's, it's so that's really that, that you've just given me a notion there. It's a new, really interesting idea that that events, uh, even this event in a really unconventional venue that used Absolutely. to be. Why couldn't we do printed. this event in King's Cross next well, year? E- exactly, but equally, why? What I was going to say is, why can't you get a local theatre group to do their play mm-hmm. about, let's say, it's some earthy Willie Russell play about shopkeepers. I've just invented that. <laughs> and and it's in a shop. It's in your shop. And that's a really interesting idea. It's not a shop, though. That's it. Excuse it's not me. a shop. I, I feel really space. silly for saying that. No, exactly that. Exactly that. And I think that's... It's a great concept. It's a really... And that and that was absolutely the reason that we created it. We call it the sort of centre stage area. It's a performance space. So, like I said, we've had school assemblies in there. We've had I love that. Central St Martins coming in doing their graduation projects. So they did their projects for the year and they presented them to their um, to their college professors, if you like. I'm sounding American, but you know what I mean. Their teachers to say, come in and actually showcase it not only to their to their teachers, their, to their um, to their professors or whatever, but also to the public to say, what do you think? See, people don't know about Samsung. I, I, I'm fortunate in that I've been to South Korea. So I know that, for example, you make toothbrushes, you make <laughs> um, buildings. We do. And this is not unusual for you. Well, yeah. I mean, when really, I, first, when I really? first started, I've only been at Samsung a year. I did not realise that, you know, yeah, we've got a construction company. Exactly. Yeah, and so you go to South Korea, just to make this clear, in case anyone listening thinks I've gone mad. Um, Samsung is like a community institution. Uh, and as you drive along the motorways, you see the Samsung housing areas. Mm-hmm. And so, so as actually, a theme park, I think. Is there? Is there? Mm. So it does, make, it does make quite a lot of sense. It's not actually a new departure, is it? In, no, in many I think, ways. It's just a modern version of it in, in the UK. Yeah, I think what's, like I said, what's interesting is that people think of Samsung and they perhaps just think of a mobile. And when you walk into the space, you realise that actually we do hobs and ovens and refrigerators and, you know, air dressers, washing machines, tablets, the air wearables. Is, is, that caught my attention based on the fact that I'm the ironer at home. Yeah, they 
Okay. I know it's a bit of a weird thing. I kind of like it. <laughs> I kind of like it, but the problem Who with likes that, ironing? I, Come on, no, no one does. I think my mum taught me how to do it when I was a kid. My dad was in the RAF. There you go. That, that's it. And that's I just it. suddenly connected that's the it. Freudian nature of it. But um, but the problem is now I get I get everyone gives me it, so it's not a joy anymore. Whereas and the air thing, air dresser, it? Uh, the, air yeah, dresser. I like that. I'm I'm already interested. Uh, so more general questions. So key challenges for Samsung in the tech sector in, in terms of you know con- continuing in a broader sense than just KX to engage with your customers? I think with all tech brands, our biggest challenge is about keeping up with the pace of change. You know, ultimately, um, it's one of those things where, you know, many brands, uh, you know, our consumers are wanting more and more. And, you know, that's, that's where we invest the most, like I said, globally in R&D. So, um, yeah, we we are really, really committed and focused on being as fast paced as any tech company can be to deliver the absolute best innovation um, in the market. So I think that's that's Samsung's biggest challenge is keeping up the pace of change. But I think in some ways we're probably one of the best paced companies in the world to do that. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, it seems that your facility at King's Cross is as much R&D as it is retail. Yeah, that's it. I think, you know, we are absolutely showcasing products that you can that you can buy now. And, and if you do want to buy, you can. You can actually buy and we'll deliver it to your house. Though. So there's nothing in the space. You just reminded me, actually. Sorry, I, I, right. I, I'm dreadful, aren't I? No, you it's when I get enthusiastic. In. I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm not bothered about the answer. I've got another question. No, let me let me ask you that. that you, there's no tills, are there? There are no tills. Um, so look, I think it's part of the consumer day. If you kind of have an amazing experience, if people then say at the end of it, "Oh, I'd love to buy that new S10," and you go, "Oh, sorry, you can't." That's just rubbish, right? So but you, the thing is, you say that, and yet that's the experience in so many other kinds well, of venues. And this is it. And it's I think amazing it's to that me. balance between we're a showcase and we're an experience led, but ultimately, if people do want to buy, of course, but it's not about pushing product down their throats. You know, it's about saying if it's part of the journey you want it, we'll do it. But what we do is we'll bring out a tablet, we'll talk you through it. And, and what's really great as well is, yes, in the space, we've, we've got limited products, right? Because we, we sell hundreds of products. We've got a limited range of products we're showing. If you like that version, but you want it in a different colour or a different memory size or a different spec, you've got our full catalogue um, through our .com site. And basically, you can order whatever you want and we will deliver it to you the next day. So you've got the best of both worlds, I think. You've got the kind of experience and that hands-on thing that you've talked about. But actually, if you then want the convenience of buying one of those products, we'll then deliver it to your home the next day. Okay. Good, good to know. I'm coming all the way down. Exactly. Um, okay, a little, little bit more about you. So, so, so you've been intimately involved in the d- development of this mm-hmm. sort of futuristic retail experience. Why you? What, what, is, what, what were you doing before this? So um, it's really funny, actually. So, I, yeah, so I mentioned I worked in theme parks. So I worked, of course you did, yeah. Um, so I was agency for about 12 years, working in brand experience. So I worked with lots and lots of different brands. And then I went to Merlin for four years um, at Thought Park and then London Eye. But Merlin is an incredible business. It's a British business. Um, feels like a bit of a family, really. Um, and the key focus is building memorable experiences, right? For families, for, for young people and so forth. But I guess my new product development was roller coasters and Fright Nights mazes at Thought Park, which was a lot of fun. So when I had my interview at Samsung, I spoke a lot with the SUK president. And he was like, and I talked about basically, you know, building experiences, creating destinations, driving footfall. And he was like, this is exactly what it is. It's a digital playground. It's a a theme park for Samsung, if you like. So I think there was a lot of crossover in terms of my experience previously to what we sort of brought um, to to Samsung KX. What what, what drives you on a personal level, though, in terms of your your sort of leadership beliefs? Um, 
I, I've got a really, my, both my, both my family are, um, both my mum and dad are northern and I, and I put this down to them. They've got the most incredible work ethic. You know, they are literally, and that, that's sort of really generalistic, isn't it? But it literally, they are, they're proper kind of hard grafters. And they used to tell me off at school if I didn't get A for effort. So what drives me is throwing myself 150% into anything. So new challenges, new exciting things. This was incredibly exciting for me because it had never been done before. Totally new to Samsung. Um, and it was an incredibly exciting, like no template. We were writing our own rules. We were creating our own team, building our own culture um, in our little mini team. So actually a whole new challenge that I could throw myself 150% into um, has been what's driven me. And I think the team have been incredible behind that you have worked um, on this project as well. Do you ever chill out? Do you ever disengage? My husband probably say not. So our weekends are like a military operation with two small kids. And he's like, when do you, can't you, why are you always planning all this stuff? Why can't we have a Sunday and we do nothing? And I'm like, it doesn't exist in my world. Um, but how do I chill out? I, um, I'm massively into interiors. We've got, we bought a house about four or five years ago that was 50 years, you know, hadn't been touched 50 years, needed totally gutting and starting again. So my weekends are spent on Is it my Pinterest control? And, or does it speak to you now? I mean, has it got all the internet of things, Samsung? Um, it's getting there. It's getting there. Because it it's, needs to be seamless, doesn't it? It does. The thing is, with, with sort of first generation internet of things, kind of if this, then that functionality... Um, it, it, it's boxes that you drill on, you know, you drill up and hang on the wall, and it's yeah, these. Yeah, things. It's it needs now. to be, yeah. you know, that there's that quote from um, Arthur C. Clarke: "Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic." Exactly. That. That, that's where we're going, isn't yeah. it? And what, what's amazing now is because Samsung's actually is that your house? Is yeah. my point. <laughs> In a, in a few more years, give it a year or so, right. we'll get there. But it's, it's actually amazing because Samsung's such an open platform. A lot of people have lots of different products, right? But actually, a lot of our um, smart hubs and homes and things actually integrate your Sonos speakers with your Alexa, with this, with that. So it actually brings it all together. And your Ring doorbell works with your Samsung TV and all that sort of thing. So, Does it? Yeah, Does absolutely. It? So you ring your doorbell and you get a notification on your Samsung I didn't TV. Know that. Exclusive to Samsung TV. So if, you, if your lounge is far away from your front doorbell, actually, you know when your pizza's arrived. No, and I, then you can I've check... Got, I've got both those. I mean, I love so, my Ring and I, and, I, and I love my Samsung telly. Yeah. And on your Samsung telly, you can then, if you've got an Arlo camera, check out your CCTV from around your house when you've got the, you know, the cat that's knocked over the bin outside and you're thinking, what's that? You can go on your TV and look at your CCTV cameras, like in the James Bond movies where they've got the CCTV cameras. So this is, I've got, all, I've got all the gadgets, right? Don't, don't, don't forget about I, I think it. I'm forget sure. about it. But I, I am guilty of not integrating them. That's in fact, it. I've always thought about doing a kind of YouTube channel and it's about the stuff that you can do with the stuff you've already got that you didn't know you could do. Download the Samsung SmartThings app right. and it integrates everything. Uh, regardless of potentially, no, obviously, it doesn't have to be Samsung stuff. It can be anything it, that uses it, that sort of that We've got IoT. something like, I don't know, I don't even know the numbers. We've got thousands and thousands of partners that integrate yeah. SmartThings. I know you've got your own hub and all that stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I've probably got one of them. But like I said, I literally have everything. So well, come to Samsung KX and like, we'll show you how it works. Just to extract the value for money that is locked away in all my yes, gear. Yes, exactly. It's been, honestly, it's been fantastic. I, I very rarely meet a kind of adversary that's so worthy. And I, I have to say, you, you really do know your stuff. And and, well, and we're all coming. Great. Get down there now. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Tanya, thank you very much. Thank you. You've been listening to the Retail Exchange Podcast in association with Visual Thinking. Stay up to date with new podcast episodes by subscribing online at theretailexchange.co.uk and join the debate on Twitter. Hashtag Retail Exchange. 
Thanks for listening. 